Welcome to the Answers for Elders radio show. Meet the trusted experts who will give you straight answers and will help guide you on the path of later life care. Now, here's your host, founder, caregiver, and CEO, Suzanne Newman. And welcome back, everyone, to this final segment in this wonderful hour as we've been celebrating the joy of music. And certainly, I... As a listener, I hope that each one of you have a particular fond memory of something that has connected you to music. And if you've ever sung before and think about maybe it might be interesting to do, but no, I could never do this. Um, We are blessed today to have the conductor of Dr. Natalie Lurch, and we are with Encore Creativity for an amazing organization. And for those of you that are just joining us, uh, Natalie, would you just give a summary of um, Encore Creativity and and the program itself before we get into this final segment? Encore Creativity provides arts opportunities for those 55 and older. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's what they do. And we do that through Encore Chorale. There's the Encore Rocks program. There's the Sentimental Journey that's for people going through the um, Alzheimer's or stages of dementia, as well as their partners. Their partners can also sing in the choir. I love that. To do that, which I think is a wonderful thing. Yeah. And there's also the Encore University, which which is kind of a new arm that developed during covid And that they have a movement class that's Mm -hmm. online. I'm going to be teaching a breathing for singing class that kind of gets everybody prepared and gives different techniques that they can use throughout the semester when they're practicing in their choirs. Mm -hmm. So it's an added kind of help um, uh, for singers. There's a voice class. There are musicianship classes. There's a drawing class. Yes. So if people are interested in just learning something and what's so lovely about Encore University is you don't get tested on anything. You yeah. Don't, you're not tested. We don't have to do that because this is not a, an academic program. Right. I've got to test my students at Cornish, right? Because they've got to prove that they know this stuff so I can put the Cornish. I remember juries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> None of that. We don't have any of that here. And in fact, with the choir, you don't have to audition. You just come and sing and everyone is welcome. I love that. Yeah. And how many of us tend to be shy because or feel like we love to sing, but we just don't have an outlet. And this is something that certainly is easy. It's not demanding. It's come and enjoy yourself and do that. So if somebody wants to join your organization, what happens when they show up for rehearsal? What is the process? The process is they're going to get checked in. If they've already registered, they're going to be checked in. If they Mm -hmm. haven't registered and they're just coming to check me out, then we'll write their name down. We'll try to grab as much of their information as possible Uh so that we can encourage them to join uh-huh. and then we're going to get together and we're going to have introductions and meet each other um, in a really casual atmosphere and then we're going to start talking about posture and mm-hmm. we're going to do some breathing warm-ups and then we're going to have packets of the music and pe- we're going to start learning music right mm-hmm. away do you and- audition if you don't know if you're a soprano alto tenor or bass is there mm-hmm. any of that no you get to pick the part you want to sing. So I love that. Feel comfortable 
like let's say you feel comfortable as an alto but you know the soprano part for this song that we're doing and you've already sung it several times mm-hmm. well as long as you tell me so that i can create the balance you can sing soprano on that song i don't care. i love that i love i that. want you to feel i want you to sing where you're comfortable mm-hmm. now, if you don't know where you should be and you want to come up to me and say can you can you help me decide i'll say sure and i'll run you through a few warm-ups so i can hear your voice i'll sing along with you so you're not alone mm-hmm. and i'll get a sense of what your range is mm-hmm. and i might ask you a few questions about your experience to know whether you're going to be more easily hearing the like if you're a man and you you don't know if you're a bass or a tenor but you've got a wide range you might feel more comfortable in the bass line because most of us hear the bass in the soprano easier than we hear the alto and the tenor because they're mm-hmm. they're surrounded by other voices mm-hmm. and so it's harder to hear those parts sometimes yeah yeah and, and i think I, as we get older i at least in my experience i used to be a first soprano i am no way a first <laughs> because number one i haven't kept my voice up and number two is as i'm matured my voice has changed a little bit um you know i know when i sing along to like classical words like the messiah you know i play it during the holidays you know hitting those high notes like i used to be able to ain't so easy anymore (laughs) i always think about his yoke is easy right that one has those high b's for the sopranos it's like oh my gosh you know i can still hit a high b i can hit a high c i can hit a high d do i want to hang out there i used to be able to hit a high c maybe not (laughs) yeah no more i'm lucky to hit maybe a g or maybe a g uh an a flat that's about it but you know what that that's because you're on the radio and you're talking all the time in your speaking register Mm -hmm. so if you were singing a lot Mm-hmm. And you were singing up in that other register, yeah. you would get more practice and you would, Absolutely. you would find that facility again. Anybody can. Yeah. And, and that's probably true. Just like, um, you know, if you haven't ridden a horse for a long time, you might be a little bit rusty when you get on, but it's, it's the cerebral memory that you pull forward. So did you, did you pick on the horse thing? Because, you know, I have a horse. No, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I love that. I have a horse and I go riding almost like three or four times a week. Oh, good for you. <laughs> there's, there's a good way to get out in the, in the elements. And that's right. And that's right. I sing opera arias to him while he, while he grazes. I love it. I love it. Yep. Yeah. And I sing to my, my golden doodle and she loves it. She'll lay her head in my lap and I, oh, I sing really. Of course. And you know why? Because she senses the, the warmth the heat and the vibrations that yeah. are going through your body as you sing. Yeah. And that connects her to you. That's yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. And she comes, whenever I'm singing to anything, she comes right to me. It's like, mm-hmm. she loves that. Yeah. So what are you singing this fall? Like oh. what kind of music? Okay. So we're doing some, actually we're doing some repeats, but of course for me and anyone who starts in this choir, it's all new music. So we're going to be learning 12, uh, 10 new songs. Um, we're going to be doing uh, Da Ne Se, which is Oh Give Thanks by Raymond Wise. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. We're doing several pieces in Hebrew. So we'll be learning 
the Hebrew oh language for those songs. We're just going to learn them by the phonetic alphabet. Uh-huh. That's how uh-huh. I'll be learning them because I don't know. My husband Hebrew. speaks Hebrew. Oh, excellent. Now you know who to contact. Make sure I'm doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to sing Glow by Eric Whitaker. Oh. Hallelujah chorus from the Messiah. Of course. Right. The Holly and the Ivy. Silent Night, and a couple of others that I'm going to make surprises. So I'm not going to tell you everything. You got to go to the first rehearsal and find out what all we're singing. (laughs) Well, and I love the fact that, you know, you're, you're picking some wonderful classical pieces, but they're, they are, um, you know, they're not over the top, you know, it's not, it's not something that's, uh, that's uh, overly demanding. It's easy, but people recognize once they hear them. And so. some of, I know that some of the pieces they're doing, the arrangements, the pieces, they've, they've done these songs before. Like everyone mm-hmm. knows the Holly and the Ivy, but this mm-hmm. is a new arrangement that they uh-huh. found. So there's some differences to it. So it's sure. familiar, but it's also, it gives that little bit of challenge, which mm-hmm. I think is good for us mentally, right? right. It's good for us just to, to try new things and not be afraid to say, oh, this is not what I thought it was. Right, <laughs> right. Pay attention. Right. Well, I am so excited about, you know, this whole process of yours and certainly talking about, you know, um, coming together, you know, to, to celebrate like this. How many people are you hoping to get in your community? Really hoping to get 25 to 30. Okay. So it's not going to be too big. No, I don't think so. And the church, we're going to be rehearsing in the sanctuary that has pews on three sides. So we're going to be able to get plenty of social distancing as people um, feel comfortable. Everyone will be able to be seated. Uh If people want to stand, they can sit and stand in the back Uh so that Uh they don't block anyone else's view. Uh Um, We will be able to, uh, during the performance, if people want to sit, they can. If they Uh want to stand, we'll figure out a way. I'm very creative. That's one of the things that I love doing is creating like really creative ways to express our music. I would like, because of the way this church is arranged, I really hope that we can do one or two songs that surround the audience, where yes. we are standing and sitting all around. I love that. So that they are inside the music. Yeah, yeah. So um, those are some of the ideas that I have. Um, and I, I welcome people's ideas as they come in and see the space and that. learn the music. We can collaborate. I actually hope that maybe I can step into the group and sing along and do something that is not conducted. I think I love that. I love that. Well, certainly rolling around in. Yes. And so if anybody is just remotely interested, um, this is an amazing organization and we're going to collaborate together. I'm going to try to help, um, help you find those wonderful people over the age of 55 that would love to sit down and, and celebrate joy together um, and find a sense of community. I know for me, again, um, I shared my story of how music helped me get through the grief process of, you know, with my father. And certainly, you know, he's with me in my heart. And there's certain songs that are definitely anchor songs for me that that was and it was interesting. There was one of those anchor songs that 
we actually sang in the choir that that after his death so that was emotional for me but it was a bridge for people to connect with me and i think that that's why it's so important so natalie if we want to get involved again please go to encorecreativity.org look for the registration page the fall repertoire is there you can get to the encore chorale of redmond if you have questions you can send them a note if you want to send me a note, you can send me a note at diva not one here at AOL.com. I love that. <laughs> and just find out you can probably contact Suzanne at Answers for Elders and she can connect you with Absolutely. me and I can send you to the website. We'll make sure you get the information you need. Absolutely. And we will put something on our website. Um, to link to you. I would love to definitely um, do that. And for each and every one of you, think about this. Think about how could you bring, bring more joy in the world to your life than this? This is, this is something that's an opportunity that's easy and it's fun. And it's certainly something that we all deserve, especially those of us that have been through so many hard times during the pandemic, or if you're in a transition or you just want to just have a break on a Thursday afternoon, we would love to celebrate with you. And until next week, everyone, first of all, Natalie, Dr. Natalie Lurch, thank you so much for being on our program today. And we're so excited to have Encore Creativity come to our greater Puget Sound area. And to each and every one of you this week, remember one thing, be good to each other. We at Answers for Elders thank you for listening. Did you know that you can discover hundreds of podcasts in our library on senior care? So visit our website and discover our decision guides that will help you also navigate decision making. Find us at AnswersForElders.com. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.